Welcome to episode 73 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Uh, Tuesday, the 14th of 14th of January, 2000, 2020. I've only gone and fucking pulled it out of the bag, people. We're back on track. Oh, yeah. Doing the podcast on the day it's meant to be done. Oh, the naysayers out there doubting me. This will never happen. He'll never get it back on track. But bang, we're straight in on a Tuesday, people. We're back to our best. Even I doubted me yesterday when I said 24 hours ago. It is now 20 past nine on Tuesday, the 14th. On the 13th, 24 hours ago, I was even doubting myself that I'd managed to get it back on track. But here we are, Briggs Towers coming back at you as the Ute, I imagine, said uh, in the 90s, but no longer say it anymore. (laughs) Use them old references, Ben. Use them. Uh, Yes, we're back on track, people. Um, So uh, finally, I've managed to pull my finger out of my asshole, curled it round because it was that lodged in there, and managed to corkscrew it out. And... um, I am back, back within the time scales that I promised all them months ago uh, when this uh, this podcast, fucking rant, whatever, voice into the ether, uh, as it seems to be coming out, um, uh, when all that started. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's not let's not get too self-congratulatory about it. Yeah, it could all go tits up in the next episode. We could be back again, and here, there I am, humbly crawling for your forgiveness. But anyway, in the meantime, let's crack on, shall we? Um, yeah, 24 hours since the last one. What have you been up to, Ben? Well, I'll tell you. I had to go to the dentist this morning. Uh, I know. Hey, man, is this segueing into some dentist material that you've been, like, noting down as, like, an observational comedian? No. No, it's not people, really. Um, yeah, I had to go to the dentist this morning. Fucking, they don't, they don't do anything anymore. This is my thing with it. You pay £22.30. I know people abroad, overseas, you're thinking £22.30, that's not too bad. People in the States and other places, I don't know. I know you don't have the national health over there, but other countries, Spain. We get listeners from India, I imagine. Uh, you don't have like a national health service. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I should look up all this shit, people, so I can sort of like relate to you a little bit more out there. Uh, Australia. Do you have a national health service? I don't know. I don't know. All the colonies out there listening in the pre-colonies as they were. Pre-colonies, post-colonies, whatever, whatever. Either either. Anyway, we pay £22.30 over here. Uh, to basically just have somebody to say, open your mouth. You lean back in that little chair, don't they? They shine a light in your eye. You open your gob, and then they just read out a load of numbers. Two, right side, two, 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 three, two, two, three. I was getting fours and fives last time. I think that's worse. So my gums have stopped receding. That's what I could work out, and that was it. It can't job satisfaction for a dentist 
just doing an NHS checkup can't be that fulfilling. Surely, can it? It's a fucking license to print money. You're in there about five minutes, ten minutes, and it's £22.30. What's that an hour? Let's get the old calculator out and work that out. £22.30. £267.60 an hour if that takes five minutes to do. Possibly ten. £22.30. Look at that. I even have to read it out. £133.80 an hour. That's not a bad old whack, is it? You know what I mean? That is not a bad fucking wage for just reading out numbers. Okay. Eventually, they're going to have to do something. But now, if you need anything done, you have to go and see the hygienist, don't you? If you want your your teeth descaling, they don't even do that. I think I ranted about this before. It's probably six months ago when I was ranting about this before. You just open your trap. They look inside and go, yeah, that's fine. They did take um, x-rays today, which was completely pointless because they just, like, put that plastic thing in the side of your mouth and then uh, just take a photo of either side of your mouth. And they, they're waiting outside the door as if there's some sort of terrorist atrocity about to happen in the seat. I don't know. I know they're, they're getting it every day and I'm getting it, like, every now and again. But if you build that up for the amount of x-rays and shit you have over your lifetime, how toxic am I right now? If I switch off the light in here, am I going to start glowing? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but yeah, they just go and stand outside the room. I'm not sure that just standing outside the room with the door open, by the way, I'm not really sure that's like really helping them. I thought they had to stand behind like like at the hospital. When you have an x-ray at the hospital, they stand behind that fucking bulletproof screen, don't they? I don't know. Not that I'm really worried. Hey, they're earning 120 odd pounds an hour. You know, they can afford the treatment, the chemo. <laughs> if they do get anything dodgy from it. But they literally don't do anything these days. They don't descale you. They don't like, they don't even like pick it. You know, like you, you get that, they get the old uh, little miniature pickaxe in between your teeth. They don't do that. That's all done by the hygienist now. Years ago, you used to have that done. And now it's just in and out. You can't fucking park hardly there because they've got, like, uh, so many people coming in for appointments and they've got, like, very little parking space. Oh, I don't know, man. It was £22.30 for 10 minutes, and I, I, felt, I felt like I'd wasted the money. I felt like it was a waste of time. I felt like I could, I'm booked in for the hygienist at the end of this month. I could have scrapped that appointment, but you can't because then you're off the NHS thing. And you can't get a fucking dentist anymore. So you have to keep keep on with the fucking monthly payment. It's like fucking Netflix now. Dental care. You pay every month. Every now and again, you're going to get something done or get something decent. But most of the time, it's a load of shit. Netflix, I've comp- almost completed Netflix on now. The analogy there with the tooth didn't really work. I'll acknowledge that, people. But the point I was trying to make was paying for something that you only get little brief glimpses of hope out every now and again. I've started looking at the latest things on Netflix, like what's coming up this week because I've done everything else. 
everything else that vaguely interests me. I've done. I'm waiting for a documentary uh, about a murdering uh, NFL player um, to pop up. Uh, Aaron, somebody. Aaron, I don't know. Let's not start that again. We were doing that on the last last podcast, weren't we? That fucking name. Jesus. Yeah, so um, that was fucking annoying, going to the dentist earlier. I mean, he's a nice enough chap, you know, and he's got his little assistant there. They're both nice enough people. But for £22.30, just to fucking essentially run a pointy object across my teeth, I could have fucking done that myself. You know, I'm luckily enough, luckily enough, people, I haven't had any fillings. I haven't had any problems with my teeth. I get a few stains on them because I drink a bit of tea. Talking of which, let's get this out of the way. The first sip of this podcast. There we go. It's been fucking, I don't know if you can hear this outside at the minute. It's Briggs Towers is under siege, people. By the, um, by the wind that's happening outside. Storm Brendan, apparently... Uh, Storm Brendan has hit the UK, bringing rain and gusts of more than 80 miles per hour. Fucking hell, it's windy outside. I don't know. I have no idea what the actual wind velocity stroke speed is outside at the moment. But uh, it's fucking windy. I had to go to the shop earlier and fucking almost got blew off my feet. Ah, cheeky. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the obsession is now with. Also, this is a very Americanized thing. Um, a cross-Atlantic thing of naming every fucking storm we have now. Does it have to be a certain, you know, like, I can see them naming, like, hurricanes and fucking, like, they get proper storms over in the States. We'll lose a few tiles, a few, um, a few fucking garden fences will go down. Possibly. A few tiles off roofs will be flying around. A couple of trees might go down. You know, it's not like the apocalyptic scenes you see in the States when a fucking hurricane's been through or a tornado or or whatever. But we still they still get a name, don't they? I ought to look into what is the naming system for storms? Naming system. Let's have a look. Naming system for storms. I know this is an interesting. National Hurricane Center does not control the naming of tropical storms. Oh, that must be the state. That's got to be the states, isn't it? The how, the how the Met Office picks the names for storms. Here we go, people. 2009 storm season. Here we go. The weather in the UK by now. Uh, oh, fucking hell. Who, how are storms named? When the pilot scheme was announced in 2015. This is a recent thing. Americans, I'm blaming you for this. Definitely. The officers use social media to collect a list of names. Of course they did, because nobody can do anything now without running it through social media just to make everybody sure everybody's happy. So the storm names aren't too offensive or, you know, too, um, too biased towards men, women, or, you know, people who don't identify as either. Do they do that? Do they do? Have they encompassed the trans movement in the uh, in the storm, uh, where you can't, you know, the pronouns for the storm have got to be right? I don't know. That'd be interesting. This is storm they that we're suffering from at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. 
In the summer of 2019, the Met Office and Met uh, reopened their social media call for storm names and said that thousands of suggestions were received. The names alternate between male and female. Oh, thank God for that. Ah, that sets my mind at rest and run from A to Z in the alphabet. However, in line with the U.S. National Hurricane Center, storms aren't called names beginning with Q, U, X, Y and Z. Why is that? The Qs aren't going to be happy about that uh, due to the low number of names that begin with these letters. I don't know. Fucking people are named anything these days, aren't they? Not like the old days. Uh, the 2009 storm season names, uh, documents from the Met Office. Uh, do they ever run out of names? Is that what will happen with the global warming crisis? One year they may run out of names because there's been too many storms and the fucking weather system's fucked up. Maybe. At least we've learned a little bit there. That everything runs... I should have known that anyway. At the top, time the documents... Uh, that's tailed off a little bit. Ah, here we go. Atia was the first one. Brendan. Kiara is going to be the next one, followed by Dennis, Ellen, Francis, Gerda, Hugh, Iris, Jan, Kitty, Liam, Maura, Noah, Olivia, PA. What the fuck sort of a name is that? Roisin Samir. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a very white sort of like, uh, a very white names in there. You know, Samir's got in there. Can they not do Storm Mohammed? Would that not be? Uh, are you allowed? Would you be allowed to name a Storm Mohammed? I don't know. They name people Mohammed, don't they? Um, Storm Mohammed. Ah, oh. Storm Jesus as well. They could have gone for Jesus with the old J there. Uh, Samir Tara Vince and Storm Willow. They're the ones. The excluded names. Um. These included Storm Apocalypse. <laughs> well, yeah, fucking hell. You can see that. Storm Baldrick, that was excluded. Storm Big Boss, Nasher, Hot Brew, Root Ripper, Stormageddon, fucking classic. Sweet Caroline, Storm Vader, Voldemort, and Branch Wobbler. Well, uh, well, you can see that. Storm in a teacup was also uh, uh, fucking hell. You know, names of retailers being Q as well. Yeah, that's, well, that'll be the next thing. That would be the next marketing thing that would happen. Someone like B&Q or Storm Wix would uh, sponsor it just so you can get all your fucking building supplies. If you quote Storm Wix on our website, you get a 10% discount. That should have been one of the adverts this week. The adverts aren't coming, people, by the way. Um, not this episode. Uh, I've been writing a few out. So uh, they will be back on Saturday. But we'll be back to absolute normal. Rather than this purgatory that we're in today. Um, because I've been running around and thinking about storms and getting blown off course. Ah, oh, here we are. Let's get blown back on course. I also had to go at the tip today. I'll tell you what, a trip to the tip, he says... Observational comedy coming your way. Um, no, it's not. I tell you what, it's very depressing going to the tip when you see the amount of shit that people throw out and you think this is just one tip in this town. 
I think there's about three or four other tips. Just one tip on one day in this one town. In this one horse town. No, in this one town and you see the amount of shit and you just think to yourself, ah, the environment's fucked. It's fucked, people. We'll just draw a line under it. That's what we'll do. We draw a line under it. We're still using shit. They're still producing more plastic, aren't they? We are fucked. When you see the amount of shit that can't be recycled in the recycling, you know, in the non-recyclable of shit, and then you see the stuff that people are recycling, and there's virtually fuck all of it. Nothing but wood that's going to get chipped up and plasticized. Is that a word? I don't know. It is now. And then turned into fucking Ikea furniture. We are fucked, people. The environment. Just bury it. Just bury it all. Wrap the earth in plastic. Just cellophane around it. Keep us in here. Kill all the other animals that we don't need. Unless we're using them for food. I know biodiversity and all that sort of thing is meant to be a good thing. But, you know, we've tried why can't we just draw a line under it and go, right, okay, nobody have any more kids because it ain't going to last. I know you want kids and shit like that. I just, like, start dolling out loads of money. Everybody works for fucking free in the world and we give ourselves 50 years. And that's it, 50 years. This is my solution. We give, our, we give ourselves 50 years Nobody has any more fucking kids. Everybody just goes, right, okay, humanity, we're going to draw a line under this now. That's it. We'll draw a line under it. We had our chance. We're fucking up the planet. Everyone's going to die hideously, or we could spend the last 50 years of all humanity just fucking having a good time. Everybody works in the week, as they usually do. You know, everybody, but everybody gets whatever they want. You know, for free. I know. It's not going to work out, people. But the thought's there, isn't it? Just draw a line under it. Give it, Give us all 50 years. We all know when we're going to die. Somebody comes around after that 50 years. Ah, your time's up. Okay, no problem. Bang. Pop in the back of the head. I've had a good laugh for the last 50 years. It's been all right. I'll be gone by that point. Anyway, I imagine. I imagine. 50 years time, what am I going to be? 90 fucking three. 42 now, 43 next month, 93. I'll be gone. I'll be long gone by then. Hey, this is my thing for the future generations. That's what I'm doing. The shoot. <laughs> I'm trying to make up solutions here, people. Something where we can all enjoy ourselves. And then, you know, there's a small colony of people who we save. I don't know, people with the best DNA or whatever. I don't know, just a bit of a mixture of everyone, you know few white people, few black people, few brown people, shove them all on an island somewhere, somewhere idyllic. Let them be the survivors so you don't get any of that shitty fucking racism thing and start everything again with them. And everybody else is wiped out. And then the earth gets to heal, man. It gets to heal. And we can start all over again. There we go. Bing. Old Briggs puts his finger on it. That's what we need to do. But what about my grandkids? Fuck them. <laughs> they ain't going to make it. Everybody gets sterilized apart from the people who are going with the strongest DNA 
on that island. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little bit, um, it's a little bit, bit fucking Gattaca for my liking, isn't it? It's a quality film, by the way. Um, absolutely quality film, that is. Uh, what are we on? Fucking 20 minutes already, man. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so it's just thoroughly depressing going to the tip and just seeing all that shit. The shit that people throw out sideboards. I mean, I was throwing shit out, yes. Of course I was. But also, I am a massive hypocrite when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> As you probably worked out by now already, people. That's it. I'm a fucking massive hypocrite when it comes to... Um, uh, talking about solutions for things. And I'm still part of the problem. The best thing we can all do is top ourselves to save the planet. That's it. You know, stop saving the bees, the whales, the dolphins, all that sort of thing. Just kill ourselves in some sort of mass lemming. I don't know. I don't know, Ben. Maybe you're going a bit too far this episode, Ben. Yeah. Maybe the solution's not going to work. I'm talking like... Uh, Somebody who's getting bullied at an American high school. <laughs> Tooling up with fucking guns to go in. Get the bullies back. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what are we on? 20. Oh, fucking hell. We're going to we're gonna have to start some shit here. Here's a story related to that. Hold that thought about the environment dying and um, uh, going to the tip and disposing of waste people. Uh a horrified, here we go, is the uh, yogurt pot launched during 1976 Olympics washes up on a beach. This is what I'm on about, people. You never get rid of anything. It all goes somewhere, doesn't it? You know, yogurt pot. What's that, 1976? I was born in 77. That's a year older than me. That is literally 43 years old. 44 years old. Whatever, whatever. 44, depending, depending on when it was produced. Uh, but it's uh, commemorating the night. In, here we go. A horrified, horrified litter picker. Oh, my God. He can't be that horrified if he's a litter picker. He must have seen yogurt pots before. Has made a desperate warning about plastic pollution after discovering a yogurt pot that is at least 44 years old. Oh, Briggs with the maths there. Uh, the Yoplat container. Blame them. Campaign against Yoplat. <laughs> Hashtag Yoplat cunts. Um, celebrating the 1976 Montreal Olympics was found uh, washed up uh, on a beach in Denia on Spain's Costa Blanca. Environmentalist Mate Mompo. Uh, fucking hell, that's a hell of a name, isn't it? Mate Mompo, Mate Mon Mompo. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Google it, people. Who discovered the item said, I was cleaning the beach where I usually go and found the item there. Ah, what a fucking interview that was. <laughs> I have collected many yogurt pot cartons uh, before, but this drew my attention because of the brand. Yoplat disappeared from Spanish markets a long time ago. I checked and they abandoned the market here in 2001. So I looked, oh, she's got, there's a fucking picture of her holding it. She's got a fucking beret on. She's a campaigner. <laughs> she's got a beret on she is exactly how you would imagine an environmentalist she looks like she's got a scarf she's fucking knitted herself she's got a beret on with a fucking ban the bomb fucking 
or peace symbol on a fucking badge on a beret. Uh, Mate52 uh, said the find underlines the urgent need for the production of plastic to stop. What else do you use, though? This is my thing. How else do you keep food fresh? We're going to be up to our ass in food. You know, rotting food without plastic. Surely you can get re- they can make cling film that's recyclable or something. You know, even if you pay a little bit more for it, surely they can do that, can't they, people? Surely somebody out there, hey, podcast community, the Ben Briggs podcast community, somebody come up with an idea, something to replace this plastic. Isn't there something like uh, they use uh, mushrooms? Don't they create something out of mushrooms like instead of polystyrene now? They can use that, but it's about a thousand times the price. <laughs> it's never going to happen. There's no fucking money in it. Uh, this is ecocide at the planetary level, uh, she said. Plastic is not only killing millions of animals a year, it is also in our food chain. Telling me, fucking hell, some of the meals I eat. Jesus. Uh, studies have recently shown that 90% of our salt contains microplastic, and the same proportion is found in drinking water. Sweet! Some of that sweet, sweet, sweet H2O plastic. Love it. Uh, we humans must take it seriously. Plastic that was so useful for making our lives more comfortable would end up killing us. This is it. This only backs up my moments ago, people. You were thinking Ben's a deranged lunatic on about giving us 50 years to live and then coming round and systematically slaughtering us in some sort of eco-genocide or ecocide, as this woman has said. But it's starting to look a bit better, isn't it? We all get to play out our lives, have a little bit of fun. You know, you can still have sex, just use condoms. Don't have any kids. I know, fucking, you know. I know you want kids, you want to pass your DNA on, but if their future is a burning fucking plastic husk of a planet, what future is that? We all just enjoy ourselves for the next 50 years, call it a day, send some people out on an island to repopulate the world eventually, and just don't tell, put in a box. You open this box when you become developed and start having cities and you go through the fucking industrial revolution again and you put in there saying, do not fucking make plastic ever. You can go on that island if you promise never to make plastic. That's it. And then the plastic will eventually break down. 44 years, though, that yogurt pot is going strong. That is around. That is going to be around a lot longer than the... All of us, isn't it? 44 years old. That's one yogurt pot as well. Imagine how many of those yogurt pots were actually made for those Olympics. That is a durable yogurt pot. If anything, yacht play should be uh, should be going stronger than it is. The yogurt pots, whoever made those yogurt pots, is was offering a quality service at the time. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how you look at it. But the production company for that could market that. Our yogurt pots last at least 44 years and going strong. I don't know, people. 50 years. That's my thing. 50 years for the human race. We all enjoy ourselves. Have a good time. 
fucking cut taxes, all that shit. You wouldn't have to think about war if you're given a deadline. What's the fucking... Oh, Jesus. Hang on a minute. Oh, fuck off. Um, sorry, I just started something there. Uh, on my laptop, just a random video started playing. Like, clicked on an advert or something. Um, yeah, give us 50 years. That's it. You wouldn't have to worry about war, taking over other people's territory. Everybody's got everything. You can meet all the people in the world. Everybody who's here now, you know, people are going to drop off. You know, that's it, isn't it? Not so much congestion on your way to work after a couple of years because a few people have passed on and nobody else has been born. It's ideal. Ideal. I don't know. I don't know. There'll still be people out there. Hey, man, I still want to have a kid, man. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We've got a yogurt pot that's lasted 44 years. That yogurt pot has lasted longer than fucking the 27 Club. <laughs> Think of all the people who have died in that. Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, fucking Jimi Hendrix. That yogurt pot was a, it's been around and continues to be around longer than people who have made an impact in the world. Jesus. And it'll still be there possibly when we've all gone. That yogurt pot, the person who threw that away had no idea the ramifications of throwing that yogurt pot away. I bet the yogurt was awful as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell, what are we on? 29. I have gone on about yogurt pots a lot. Far too much, haven't I? I've got all a bit environmental there, people. I've covered very few subjects in this uh, in this episode but um but that is it that's sometimes how it happens people in it that's sometimes how it happens uh episode 73 that is done and dusted uh if you want to send in any questions or anything as some people do um or things you want me to talk about uh you can message me at podcast at dot UK. Um, give us a like, give us a share, give us a review on Apple. That'd be really good. Um, I will be back, people. Uh, I've got a few gigs this week, so uh, I'm local. Uh, I'm locally in Northampton tomorrow night. I'm at Baroque Bar tomorrow night in Northampton. Uh, I've got a couple of other gigs. I think I'm in Burnley on Saturday nights. Um, which is a bit of a way away, but uh, there's a new material night starting tomorrow night at Baroque Bar in Northampton, and I'll be comparing that. Uh, it's got a good lineup as well. Um, so if you're local, um, you can get down there if you want. If you're not and based in the States or abroad, hey, make the effort, people. Come on, come on. Or I could come to you. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's it then, people. I shall be back on Saturday. Uh, have a good rest of your week, motherfuckers. I'll speak to you then. Take care.